0: back to Trends and Low Places, a comedic exploration of the dumbest stories of the day. I am one of your hosts, Mike Cushing.
1: And I am the Jake to his Elwood, Michael Howard.
0: Blues Brothers quote. We're on a mission from God. I haven't seen that movie in a very long time. I wasn't allowed to watch it as a child, so what's well, one of those. I mean,
1: you shouldn't have been able to watch it as a child.
0: Yeah. And by child, I mean as a young man in my yeah. parents' house. And then I, I just kind of... Lost it. It's great because it's Chicago, right? Chicago. I did send a Blues Brothers gift today to someone. So, <laughs> really? It was just them dancing. It was on Giphy. Oh, yeah. a GIF? A GIF. I thought Sorry. you said a gift.
1: <laughs> I it sent- was like a Blues Brothers gift. What would be the gift? Like a, a hat, sunglasses, s- or the movie?
0: I sent Dan Aykroyd's head to one of his <laughs> greatest enemies. <laughs> I assume it was Melissa McCarthy. I sent his head to.
1: Mm hmm. Well, Michael you how shot are him in you? the chest and then you said I'm going to need a hacksaw.
0: I'm going to need a ha- crossover crossover episode cuz <laughs> that one actually worked out this week. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah Michael, gonna,
1: are we going to address the elephant in the room here? The,
0: the elephant in the room is that um we didn't put out an episode last week, not because nope. we didn't do one. No, we did one. We actually continued our streak of 44 weeks in a row of recording an episode. Yes, we did. Um, but this time, we didn't do it with enough wiggle room to re-record an episode like we've no. done in the past. When they're in our Chicago live show where we, our computer ate the episode. Um, this time, we um, just kind of sent it on a wing and a prayer and my computer ate the whole thing.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it did. We yeah. had a good one, too. It was, it was good. It was, it was tasty, probably the best episode that has ever been recorded in the history of podcasts. I'm
0: going to just go ahead and say that. It made me cry. Mm-hmm. It was so yeah. good. Even in the middle of it, I had a single tear rolling down just the entire yeah. time. Um, yeah, I actually had a pretty bad week slash weekend for technology. Um, my computer died. Then my replacement backup computer ate this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and then on uh, Saturday morning, I went out to get some breakfast for my sisters who were staying in town with me. And I was uh, juggling a whole bunch of stuff on my way back in and my phone uh, kissed some concrete.
1: Ooh. Ooh.
0: And it stopped working very badly, and now I have a new phone, which is very shitty. So hmm. and now and I also have to pay an extra $150 to fix my computer because Microsoft killed it. <laughs> so yeah, you had a you had a good one then. I had you're a pretty good credit card filled weekend. Mm. Is what I'm saying to
1: you, Michael. Hmm. Well, um I had a great weekend. I went to Cedar
0: Point. Hey, bud, that's pretty yeah. cool. Wrote a lot of roller coasters. That's one of those I've always I've heard great things, and I always want to go check it out, but I don't want to drive twelve hours. Yeah, you should though because it's awesome. I've but heard. A few tips. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, if you go on on a weekend in in October when it, when they do their like Halloween weekends, yeah. Um, every food line is like an hour long and. It's like some of them just don't have food and it's impossible to get food. They try
0: to starve you out of the park. Michael, you're talking to me like someone who didn't grow up within an hour and a half's drive of Disney. You should know better than to uh, go any, to anything park on anything near a holiday weekend.
1: Yeah, but here's the thing. Cedar Point made me long for the efficiency of a Disney run park. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I got stuck. I'm not even joking. I am not exaggerating. A single minute. We got to the car at 12.01 a.m. Park closed at 12. We backed out of the parking spot and then we sat there for two hours and 10 minutes without moving a fucking inch. Michael Cushing.
0: Michael, I'm sure you took that. With a plum. <laughs> uh,
1: well, I was in the car with uh with somebody that I did not know very well, who happens to live near me, because we took we took two separate cars. Um, mm-hmm. he picked me up, and so it was just me and him. And uh, I didn't want him to think I was a crazy person. And also, right. we had gotten up at like four thirty in the morning to drive to Cedar Point that morning. Yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. So I was delirious, and also didn't want him to think I was insane. So I I sat there very calmly. And didn't murder everyone around me.
0: Yeah. Um, I Hmm. I actually don't know which situation would be worse. If I left the theme park after a long day of mm-hmm. rolling, riding them real good coasters. you know how Oh, I they're do. great just, coasters. Too. Just screaming and yelling, hooping mm-hmm. and hollering. And then I got back in the car. I don't know which would be worse if I had to sit for two hours. If I was in the driver's seat and like, had to like be responsible for getting us <laughs> out of the place, but I got to pick the music... And the podcasts or whatever. Or if I was the passenger, just having to slowly boil. There was no rage. music. Oh, no. There was no radio. The only
1: radio station we could find was this terrible adult contemporary hits station. And yeah, at some point. Welcome to Northern Ohio. Yeah. At, at some point, I actually had the thought like we rode this one roller coaster twice in a row at the end. And it was it was a pretty good roller coaster, but it was very violent. Mm-hmm. It was like two and a half minutes of just twists and turns. and Did you like think maybe you around. died on it? Maybe I thought died? that I died and this was my hell.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sitting in a car with a semi-stranger uh-huh. with apparently no Spotify connection and you just have to listen to contemporary rock in Northern Ohio. Yes, for two hours without moving. I was like this.
1: Yeah, Michael, that uh, checks out. You are in the bad place. <laughs> <laughs> I am definitely not in the good place. <laughs> At all, but I, you know what? I think it's kind of, um, I think it might be karma because we did buy the Fast Pass Plus, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. and some of the lines, if you didn't have the Fast Pass, were two to three hours long, and we took great joy in the fact that we got to just walk
0: past all of the people who didn't
1: have the um, Fast Pass.
0: Yeah, that's the whole point. You're the Fast Pass. Let me say this. You are not buying a quicker trip to the front of the line on roller coasters when you buy the Fast Pass. You are buying a sense of superiority, (laughs) and you get to be Daddy Warbucks for a day. You get to just laugh at peasants all fucking day. That's the only thing a Fast Pass is worth. And can I tell you this? It's a 100% worth it.
1: Oh, my God. It is. It's the tickets to get in the park were like 50 bucks and the fast pass was like three times that much. It was the stupidest thing I've ever seen
0: in my life. Worth every GD cent.
1: When I got back, though, my boss told me that he went to Cedar Point one time and got something called like an executive pass, which basically meant he got to like have an employee direct them around and like they got to go
0: up through the exit and get mm-hmm. on before everyone else. Wow. Um well, if you went to Six Flags Atlanta, the executive pass was you probably got to run the rides for a little bit because <laughs> – uh, so I went there with, with an ex-girlfriend uh, a couple years ago and we went on New Year's – the day before – I guess New Year's Eve, so the 31st. First of all, the park was empty. There was probably 35 other people in the park. Oh. Um 17 of those were 15-year-olds running the rides. Um Half of the rides were closed, but like literally you could just ride everything you wanted, like that was open. Just run it, run to the front of the line, run back, ride the fucking ride. It was kind of great, but also kind of like it made me long for the efficiency of a Disney world because like yep. literally there was no like programmed sequences to get these rides out. It's literally just like waiting for the thing to fill up and then your pimply faced teenage tour guide would say good luck and shoot mm-hmm. you. It was. It was a slightly better, more brand aware county fair. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, that's that's a pretty apt representation of uh of Cedar Point as well. Mm-hmm. Like apparently a lot of the food vendors were being run by uh like baseball teams doing like volunteer stuff to to like get
0: like fundraising,
1: which is okay. why they were so bad and so long.
0: So just like Timmy's little league team was uh yeah. just yeah. like Oh yeah. We need to go to states and uh, we need uh, your money. So buy a fifteen dollars hot dog.
1: Yeah, yeah. I was like, I, we're literally like, I want to pay you fifteen dollars for fucking chicken fingers. Just give me a way to do this.
0: Has no one taught you how to work the fryer, you twelve year old bastard? Just I give me a God friggin' it. chicken fingers. Well, so, Michael, that sounds sounds like we both had a. Heck of a time This Mm -hmm.
1: weekend Oh and then we stayed In a murder hotel Motel sorry
0: How long was the drive From Uh Four and a half hours I would have powered Through that bad boy
1: I don't care if I got Out of there at two In the morning We should have Because this hotel was There might have been Blood on the mattress I don't know
0: On the mattress
1: Or on the sheets On the uh On the plastic Covering the box spring
0: Okay Yeah You should (laughs) have left Just The fact that you said Plastic covering the box spring You should have (laughs) gone And this is coming from a man. I drove home very sleepy from Nashville on Sunday night. At, I got home at three in the morning. I should have stayed at a hotel. Mm-hmm. I did not. Yeah. Um, it would have been a murder hotel, but, um, yeah. So sounds like we, we each had just a great weekend,
1: just a terrific
0: weekend. It's <laughs> hell of a time. Well, Michael, what, uh, what do you got going on in the world? Uh, and here's a question. Do you just want to run back the greatest episode of all time?
1: Uh, you had so many good. I don't want to give it away, but it rhymes with meists.
0: It was a lot of heists. Very, yeah. very good heists. Very good heists. And, and
1: uh, I, want, I don't remember anything
0: we said about them. No, we've talked about this before. As soon as I say these words, I forget them.
1: Yep. yep. I, I
0: i have no idea what we're talking about right now or at any point in the future or present or past. Yeah. So, Which is
1: why I, when editing, if... If I'm laughing at the episode, I know it's a good one because uh that means that because it's not because I've heard it before. I'm like, no. "Oh, I'm genuinely like surprised that this came out of one of our mouths."
0: Yeah. Man, we're doing it. <laughs> well, before maybe before we get into that, uh do you have any fun stories? I may have one that we can jump into before we just go to heist town.
1: I mean, I got a I got a fun little story. Hit me with it. Um so we've talked previously about Becoming the mayor of Hell. Yep. Yeah. Well, uh, another town, small hell, town Michigan. called Rab- called yes called Rabbit Hash, Kentucky, <laughs> has a fun little has a fun little way uh, that they elect their mayor. Oh yeah. So they started about. Uh, I assume the mayor of Rabbit ago. Hash
0: has a pretty significant workload, a lot of power and responsibilities oh, yeah. he's wielding. Oh, yeah. Okay.
1: They're just he or she, Sorry. Mean, yeah. Exactly. They got to do a lot of stuff. Uh, but nine years ago, they started, um, treating the vote for mayor kind of like a fundraiser. So basically you have to pay a dollar to vote, but you can vote as many times as you
0: want. Wow. That is, (laughs) 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 it's a Donald Trump wet dream. Holy shit.
1: (laughs) So, uh, I, I think there's only, I don't know how many people are in this town. It's not very many. It's like an unincorporated town in Kentucky. Um, but. For the fourth year in a row, a dog was elected mayor of
0: Rabbit how, Hash. How rich is this dog? Uh, how did he well, make his fortune? They won,
1: like or say there was about 9,000 votes, um, and the dog won in a landslide. Um, <laughs> it was up against some great contenders such as Stella the Cat and a donkey named Higgins.
0: Five other dogs, <laughs> a, a, a half-eaten ham, uh, one human being. You know what this dog's name is? Dreginald. Bryneth Paltrow.
1: <laughs> Paul, 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 Trow? Paul, Trow? Paul yeah. From, yeah.
0: Paltrow, Paultro Paltrow, yeah. Bryneth Uh, How old is this very good girl? It's a three-year-old, three-year-old rescue pit bull. Is she the incumbent or was no. she newly elected no. New- newly
1: elected. Um, She's adorable. So She I have is to ready s- to get moving.
0: I have to assume this is more of a ceremonial position. Than anything
1: else? Um yeah. I mean it seems like it it's an unincorporated town. Uh, they basically used they use the money, the 9000 dollars to rebuild the general store, which was burned down earlier in the year. Oh, that's nice. Um and also so, a, like,
0: that's a cheap general store.
1: <laughs> so Burnith Burneth Tro was there to uh, you know, announce the new general store on on Instagram.
0: The ribbon biting.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: sure. <laughs> So what I'm envisioning is this is like Brenneth Paltra. Whenever she has to make a big decision, and like the town wants her to do it one way, not the other, they just set up like two stalls: one with like rotten vegetables, the other one with like a steak in it. And whichever one she goes to, and she's like, "Oh, look, Brenneth Paltra, another wise decision."
1: Um, I think you underestimate how much dogs like rotten shit.
0: No, that's what I'm saying. It's like that's like like uh, oh oh that damn That's a tough it. decision. She, she rolled in the shit again. God damn it. <laughs> Damn you, you, Brenneth Paltrow. Yeah, so
1: she won office last November. Sure. And she was inaugurated on January 20th.
0: (laughs) (laughs) They're really taking this a little too far.
1: (laughs) But she ran on a platform of peace, love, and understanding.
0: And then she ripped out the heart of that that cat running for office.
1: Yep. And then uh, it says here that... She built a wall of dog treats to keep out all of the cats from... (laughs) No, I I don't like that.
0: I don't like that imagery. I do like the thought of having a dog mare of anything, though. Mostly because... Especially a pit bull. Because you can just say, hey, she makes a bad choice. Hey, there are no bad pit bulls. Just bad owners. Mm -hmm. And then you can blame everything on Brynith Paltrow's owner. Like, hey, you fucked up. You raised a, a good dog. Very good dog. But she made a bad choice. And that's on you. We're gonna to have to kick you out of Rabbit Hash, Kentucky. You're out of the holler. Mm-hmm. The moonshine, make some moonshine on your own time. Get out of here, <laughs> Michael. Do you want to hear about some other very good dogs? Oh, more, more good doggies? Uh, yeah, possibly f- from a higher station in our nation's government. Oh, not to not to disparage the town of Rabbit Hash, Kentucky, but um. What a, what you
1: know, like, some say that rabbit hash is the stepping stone to uh, larger things, such as maybe president.
0: As, as goes rabbit hash Kentucky, so goes the country, is exactly the saying that I was brought up on. That's yeah. what me, my old pappy used to say. <laughs> um, Michael, what do you know about the CIA? Um,
1: Not a whole lot. Because I think they like it that way.
0: They do like it that way. They did start a Twitter account about two years ago, which seemed like a fun choice, mostly because they were kind of like tweeting very like jokey, jokey, like hey, we're spying on you. It's like yeah, we get it. Um, <laughs> yeah, you are. Uh-huh. But uh, they made they made some waves on the internet about a. So apparently, they're training a new class of bomb sniffing dogs, and they tweeted that the CIA one of their- does bomb sniffing dogs. Yeah, and I we'll get into this. I have to think that's a fucking cover. Right? What is this? Why is the CIA? I mean, like, I guess they have covert missions like around the world, like you know, they're embedded tro- like with troops and stuff. But I think these dogs are fucking super spies. Can I right? say that?
1: Wouldn't that be like the like? Okay, if you're the CIA operates outside the United States, and like, how many spy missions involve sniffing for a fucking bomb?
0: Well, Michael, what if so just again, crossover episode with longest days of our lives. What if Jack Bauer's out in the field and say, uh, Yemen? I don't know. And he's just got his good good dog on vacation with him. Oops, no, it's a bomb sniffing dog and he just he tracked down the big old bomb. That's you, a good you'd, point. You'd want that.
1: If what kind of dog would Jack Bauer have? Golden Retriever?
0: I'm gonna say a cocker spaniel. <laughs> A King King Charles Spaniel? A King Charles, yeah. Just like a noble beast, but like pretty vulnerable when you get right down to it. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, the CIA tweeted last week a pup date. A CIA canine pup date that <laughs> sometimes, even after testing, our pups make it clear that being an explosive detection canine isn't for them. And they announced that uh, one of their dogs, Lulu, began to show signs that she just wasn't interested in detecting explosives anymore. So they washed her out of the program. Did they kill the dog? No, 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 no. They, uh, oh. they, first of all, they went into a f- like 14 tweet string about Lulu and like why she wasn't interested in explosives anymore and everything they did to like ensure her mental and physical well being. Um, so she was adopted by her doggy handler and then they were going to, uh, <laughs> so it says Lulu was adopted by her handler and now enjoys her days playing with his kids and a new friend and sniffing out rabbits and squirrels in the backyard. So, one, it does sound like Lulu has been sent to a farm upstate. You can't visit it. It's too far to drive. Um, yeah. Yeah. But, again, so, like, 15 tweets about Lulu being washed out of the program and being uh, disappeared from the CIA into a loving family. Um, so, first of all, I think it's, re- like, very silly that the CIA – well, not silly. I'm sure there's a use for it for the CIA training explosive <laughs> dogs. Um
1: but explosive sniffing dogs, sniffing dogs not, not explosive sniffing.
0: dogs. Hey, you that don't, is way more useful. You don't know what they're doing. But anyway, I actually I dug a little deeper because I saw this tweet and then it kind of blew up on like Gawker a couple days after. But um, the CIA has a eight post blog series about these dogs, really? um, about all the dogs of their nationally recognized dog training program. Um, introducing you to all of the very good boys and girls <laughs> in this program. You get to meet them. They went through their first visit to the vet, them learning the basics of explosive. Uh, and I just gotta say, be, first of all, I feel like you wouldn't want to publish the identities of these secret agent dogs to the of course world. Not. Cause, of course hey, not. you, you're going to show me Heidi. And say, Oh, I'm not going to recognize that dog out in the wilds of Yemen. Like, uh, obviously, Holly's Heidi is a national hero, national global treasure. But now I know she's a bomb sniffing dog. I know what she's up to. And now her, now she's in danger. Yeah. You think Sunni rolls up on my spot when I got a bomb? I'm just going to stick around. No, I see Sunni rolling up here. I'm out. Bye. Fuck it. Yeah. How many dogs, how, how many dogs actually make the cut? I don't know how many actually make the cut. I don't know if it's like a, a seals program like washout ratio. I think it's probably a little bit more uh, on the <laughs> on the graduate side of things. I'm but, just um, saying. I'm
1: just saying. How do I get a dog that was trained by the CIA but just didn't want to sniff bombs?
0: So there, there were six in the class. Lulu washed out, and then Harry, or sorry, Heron, aka Harry, took her place which I don't really know why Heron needed a AKA necessary. <laughs> <this> <but. laughs> well, because he's a spy. Yeah. He needs a secret identity. <laughs> My name is James Bond. Oh, shit, I'm a spy. Um, Jim Bond. Oh, man, I'm bad at this. Jim Bone. I'm, I'm going to have 19 movies. Um,
1: <laughs> Jim Bone, get it? He's like a
0: dog. <laughs> Got him. Um, yeah. Um, One, I'm happy that Lulu found her calling in life and not Sniffing Bombs, which seems like a dangerous Profession yeah. for
1: a puppy. Lulu's no snitch.
0: Yeah, no. <laughs> I like it. Just like everything about it is like it was very obvious that Lulu was not having fun. I was like, yeah, what's fucking fun about sniffing bags at the airport nonstop and then not being able to play with everybody I see? Well, and sniffing
1: bags for things that aren't food. Like if I'm if I'm gonna use this nose, I'm gonna find some either a dog's butt, mm-hmm. some pee, get up in that butt,
0: or. Uh, some food. Like, literally, I'm just gonna say, if I was a bomb-sniffing dog, I'd be sniffing bags and be like, oh, I gotta, I gotta, oh, that's a Luna bar. Again, I'm gonna eat it, though. Um.
1: <laughs> There's some bacon in here. Something. Someone's with bacon. traveling
0: with beef jerky. Not my problem. I'm gonna eat it, though. Yeah. That was I'm a bomb. Have to,
1: I'm gonna have to confiscate this, uh, Slim Jim.
0: This guy Thank did you. have a bomb. Didn't care, though, because that guy has beef jerky. I am over there. hmm Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. That's I what do. Staley would do, for sure.
0: Yeah. I, so... <laughs> I actually, so this is embarrassing, but I, I, there's a book series I, I've read a lot of, uh, about totally from the perspective of a dog. Uh, it's a like private eye series, but the dog washed out of, uh, canine school <laughs> because he got too excited and killed a cat <laughs> in the course. Uh, just good times all around. Um, but I do like the idea of them publicly training bomb sniffing dogs for secret agent dog roles. Mm-hmm. That makes me pretty happy. And I want it to be true. Mostly because I can't really justify seven blog posts from a paid professional about these dogs. From Yes for, shit, man. It's like somebody has the job? We're paying someone to do this and we like shut down like childhood like meal plan <laughs> credits. Mm. And someone's writing about CIA dogs. Not to begrudge their valuable national service, but uh
1: this reminds me of uh, an ad that our good, good friend Matt Moody saw on his Kindle recently about alien dogs for a book <laughs> called Alien Dogs. <laughs> One, two, three alien dogs. One, two, three alien dogs. Which, if there are CIA dogs, then maybe there's like Area 51 dogs that know how
0: to sniff out aliens. Ooh. <laughs> yep, that's a raptor. I could smell them a quarter mile away. <laughs> Now see that's worthwhile to me if the CIA is trying to track down reptilians living among us mm. the reptoids or whatever we, we're calling them that I need to know about
1: hey you I know won't... how you find uh, you know how you find out if someone's a reptilian
0: you wait for them to use magic on you
1: if they fucking suck toothpaste out of the tube and then brush their teeth instead of putting it on the toothbrush like a normal fucking human being.
0: I'm sorry what what are you saying to me? <laughs> What, did you, what words did you just assault my ears with?
1: <laughs> Somebody on Twitter posted a screenshot of a Reddit post of someone saying, I just realized I've been brushing my teeth wrong the entire time. You're supposed to put toothpaste on the toothbrush and then brush your teeth. I just squeezed some into my mouth and then brushed my teeth.
0: Oh, man. That, that... person cannot be human, right? Right their parents certainly were not human that no. is for sure cuz they serial killers all of them they did not, they did not educate that child to a degree in which they were prepared to exit to the real <laughs> world um holy shit i mean i'm sure there's stuff that i do weirdly cuz it's just like family like programming but that takes it to a whole new level like how do you look at the two objects you have you
1: know that you need a toothbrush and toothpaste to do this activity. And you think to yourself, instead of putting this one on this one and then brushing my teeth, I'm going to put my mouth on this and squeeze it into my mouth. I'm going
0: to cut out the middleman <laughs> and then bring the middleman back into the situation a little bit later than was intended by God and man.
1: Like it, I mean, I guess like
0: maybe they thought it was like mouthwash. Ah. <sighs> But, but, but why no, would you the, then brush? But then they brushed. Although, like, what if they just ate the toothpaste and then brushed? It's like, well, I got I got all the goodness. It's in me now. <laughs> I've ingested the good fluoride. What God, would you do? God what, will do the rest.
1: What would you do if you saw someone do this, like your roommate or your significant other, or you just walked in on them and they were
0: just like... <laughs> <laughs> so I got to be honest with you. Um, My second day in my college dorm, my freshman year... I walked into my roommate masturbating. <laughs> <laughs> this is this, worse. This would be worse than seeing that. <laughs> <laughs> At least that's a normal activity that normal people do. Right. Although he did insist on being called Johnny. So that was actually worse than sucking. While he base. was masturbating or all the time? <laughs> Just all the time. Oh, I Just thought maybe he time. walked in and he's like, Call me call Johnny! Me Johnny.
1: And I was like, this is the only way I can finish.
0: <laughs> no, no, no. Why um, would you want me to call you Johnny? Your name is Steve. I cannot, I don't know what I would do if I saw this. And, and I, I'll be honest, I did see this weekend a full, an old, old man. Uh, this, this is, this is apropos of nothing. I did see an old man wearing a, uh, knee length khaki trench coat with, uh, no pants and combat boots and a hat and sunglasses. Okay. And yeah. I thought to myself, Flasher, there's a hundred percent chance I'm about to see this man's dick in the next mm-hmm. 35 seconds at yep. the stoplight. I didn't. But I would rather have seen that old man's shriveled penis than see someone suck toothpaste out of a out of the tube. In fr- freshman
1: year of college, me and Matt got uh we did one of those uh apartments, right? Where it was kind of like the the apartments where you have the the four different bedrooms and then the common living space, kind of like a, a dorm but not not quite. Baby um, Towers? Uh no, it was uh Melrose Apartments. Oh, hello. Yeah. Fancy living off campus, um, look at you. Hell yeah. But our roommates uh, would go out and shoot squirrels with a BB gun and then make squirrel jerky huh um, and that was still not as weird as if I saw someone suck toothpaste out of a tooth out of a toothpaste tube yeah that's just put their mouth on it and just like
0: just just lap it up nap 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 nap. um well that's actually did so speaking of sucking things out of things um, <laughs> and and shooting squirrels um I Used to have a pretty redneck friend who would talk about shooting squirrels and then boiling their heads and then sucking the brains out. it what now? Is that what did you ever did you ever see your roommates do that? No, no, I didn't. No, what? Pretty sure I remember that they were just like like they would either boil or fry the heads and then just like huh. chow on down little squirrel head, little squirrel head. Damn, Gainesville was. They were from Alabama. A little redneck. A little redneck in there. Yeah. I will say, is there a weirder, like, and you probably, you might not have gotten the full experience since, well, it sounds like you did, even though you lived (laughs) off campus. Is there a more, like, just conflicting period of time where you're just being bombarded by, like, massively divergent worldviews than your freshman year of college? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's... Especially for me, like, I, I, came from a small school, like, my graduating class was 85 people, and then I went to a school of 55,000. Uh, little overwhelming. Uh, but yeah, you meet
1: people. Yeah, you do. <laughs> One of, uh, the, our other roommate, um, he got caught growing weed in his uh in his room and only because we had a faulty uh fire alarm that would go off randomly and while he was at class one day, while we were all at class one day, uh the fire department showed up, found the weed plant in his uh in his room. Whoopsie doodles. And then uh and then he uh
0: he apologized to all of us <laughs> and then left for the semester. Oh, I was going I thought you were going to say uh, he just apologized to everybody and everything was fine.
1: No, no, and he disappeared for the semester. Yeah, so, like, I didn't drink in high school or anything, so it, it was quite it was quite the shock when we had roommates who, you know, were growing weed and uh, uh, gr- making squirrel jerky and just getting hammered in our common living space all the time.
0: Yeah, I, I do remember the kid across the hall from me had two pounds of weed in a bag in a safe under his bed, and I was like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> 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 we're, we're all going to get robbed <laughs> Well, Michael, speaking, speaking of, of robbing Speaking of getting robbed, you want to talk about some heists? Do I ever Man, what to talk about What to talk about um, Oh man, I had a good segue for Tom DeLong getting kickstarted for a UFO spaceship Damn it What? Yeah, I mean, shit, man There's so much good stuff to talk about
1: <laughs> Oh, so that reminds me of a shower thought I read uh, earlier today That was something along the lines of the first time that someone steals the spaceship and just flies off with it is going to be cool as hell.
0: Oh, hell yeah. Can you imagine going joyriding with a spaceship?
1: Right, but like the first time.
0: The first time. Like you just see someone just hop
1: in someone else's spaceship and just fucking steal that shit. The fuck? We could do that?
0: Oh, (laughs) shit. I'm a fucking space pirate now. From now on, all I do is steal ships. Woo! Woo! And then I come in and apologize to everybody. Yeah. Like, oh, sorry, guys. Sorry, okay. Sorry, I stole your I shit. I got to go away for a semester. <laughs> <laughs> so we can either talk about heist real quick, or I could just talk about how Tom DeLong of Blink 182 quit the band to focus on UFO research, and now he's building a spaceship to hunt down aliens.
1: God damn. I mean, that's I
0: tough. I
1: I kind of we're on the aliens
0: we're on yeah we're on it we can the heists are always there we can come back we'll come back to the heists they're good heist Bront. they're evergreen, (laughs) um so yeah so Tom Long he quit Blink One Eighty Two to focus on his UFO research um did he quit to focus on his UFO research or did he quit
1: because Travis Barker is way more talented than all of them and he was like I'm done with
0: you guys it's probably that but. (laughs) <laughs> well, he's also focusing on re- UFO research. He's he's already released one volume in a three book investigative series. What? Uh, he apparently communicated with the Hillary Clinton campaign about UFOs. And uh, what? Yep. Yeah. And he was named UFO researcher of the year uh, by. That's let me find a thing. That. Yeah. Which Michael, by the way, we should we should set a goal for next year of being UFO researchers of the year. Um. He has apparently turned a lot of heads in the extraterrestrial research community. Um, this, the the prize came from the Open Mind, Open Minds production, which refers to itself as the International UFO Congress, of course, obviously. <laughs> obviously. Um, so he was awarded for his, uh, his first book, Secret Machines, secret spelled S E K R E T, machines, of colon, of course it is, gods. Um, yeah, so Mr. DeLong.
1: I'm going to read this book. You know I'm going to read that book, right? We're
0: going to do a – we're definitely going to do a book review. Um, (laughs) So he has launched a crowdfunding campaign to eventually build and launch a spaceship. And here's the quote from the project. Hello. My name is Tom DeLonge from from The Blink-182. I have brought together an elite team from CIA, DOD, and the former director of advanced programs at Lockheed Martin Skunk Works. We're aiming to build this electromagnetic vehicle to travel instantaneously – through space, air, and water, by engineering the fabric of space-time. Our company is called To The Stars, dot, dot, dot. And you can, all in caps, invest in our plan to revolutionize the world with technology that can change life as we know it. There is a lot of words in that paragraph. Instantaneously? Instantaneously travel through space, air, and water. Michael, this is very important, critically important. Please understand this. By engineering the fabric of space-time. But, yeah, yeah, no, I, uh, okay. Michael, you're, um, you're an engineer. Why do you need to go through the air
1: and the water? You don't, if you have this the space-time, you just, you go through the wormhole. That has nothing to do with air.
0: Michael, it's like you've never even listened to this podcast. What about <laughs> Hollow Earth? Sometimes you have to go, Tell you have to go straight through the core of the Earth to that hollow, that good hollow center to find the caramel alien nougat. I, okay, you know what we need to do?
1: We need to set up a crowdfunding campaign to get... Tom DeLonge and B.O.B. to have a debate about flat Earth and space because they're on opposite ends of the spectrum. And I want to hear this.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. world
1: needs to hear this.
0: Uh, would you care to guess how much Tom DeLonge has raised for To The Stars Academy of Arts and Science?
1: Well, B.O.B. had raised approximately like five grand for his yeah. uh, his spaceship of sort a rocket thing so yep. I'm gonna say maybe since more people believe that the earth is not flat I'm gonna say he's raised like
0: $25,000 $515,000 oh
1: my god
0: from just 900 investors
1: holy shit
0: uh, ex- sorry uh, asterisk excludes Canada <laughs> what <laughs> Can- Canada's Canada's not allowed to play in this space <laughs> we don't want them fucking t- taking our spaceship. nope not not on my watch. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know I'm kind of happy that people like Tom Delong are out there just uh, really getting after the big problems in life and I you know I really trust Tom to engineer the fabric of spacetime. I mean if there's someone you can trust, it's definitely
1: a member of the blink 182.
0: I did like that he said the blink 182 just so you didn't yeah. get confused. And I wonder if that was a slight dig at them like still touring without him. It's like, I was like, I was in the Blink-182. You, not, not a
1: Blink-182. Not this
0: candy ass bullshit, Blink-182. Huh,
1: man. What was the name of the book again?
0: <laughs> uh, secret Secrets. Machines. That's right. Secret, secret with a K. Secret. Not where you'd expect.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so S-E-C-R-E-K.
0: Secrets, secrets. C- Man, I'm so ins- I'm so excited. And I guess there's a Blink 182 song called "Aliens Exists that really takes on a new message <laughs> 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 in these trying times. <laughs> um. So speaking
1: of aliens uh-huh, and uh-huh. conspiracy theories, there is quite the conspiracy theory going on right now. That uh, kind of stems from a video of not my president, Donald Trump, um, okay. and the first lady. Um, he he was, uh, I don't even yeah. know what he was talking about, probably some bullshit.
0: You want to play that video real quick? You want to break, break me off a piece of that video? That My wife, Melania, who happens to be right here, finds <laughs> that subject to be of such vital importance. And she's very much involved. And as you know, she's on the committee.
1: So, so our, our, oh God, I hate saying it. Um, the president, Donald Trump, uh, yeah uh, that guy. he was having a speech, um, and he had Melania with him next to him. And he even said, my, my wife Melania, who happens to be right here as he is like pr- pointing out that what we couldn't see, that there was a woman who was Melania standing next to him, except was it Melania? Was it? Um, the theory going around is that, uh, Milani has been replaced with a body double, and if
0: you look very closely- So we're talking a- pr- we're talking Avril Lavigne level here, right?
1: You know, I don't know if it's Avril Lavigne level. I don't know if they're saying, like, she's been murdered and replaced, or she died, or if she just, like, doesn't want to be anywhere near him anymore.
0: I would say that one. Yeah. <laughs> That's probably the scenario most likely. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I'm, I'm looking at it now. I don't, I don't like, so the, the tweet that I saw about this, like the guy was like presented, it like it was definitive proof was like, this is not Melania. If you don't believe me, it's like, I don't know, man, it's pretty close. <laughs> um, but I want to believe this so very badly. Cause this is the sort of Donald Trump conspiracy theory that I can really sink my teeth into. Like, as much as I wish somebody would, like, I can't really buy a lot of the Russia shit. Like, I think Trump was too stupid to actually collude with them. This no, but is he's the definitely, sort of thing. there's
1: definitely a P tape though.
0: There's, oh, that P tape exists. Faux show. Sure. Um, and it's partially because of I me knowing in my heart of hearts that that P tape is real and hilariously funny that I can believe that Melania Trump wants nothing to do with her husband <laughs> and would not even be seen in public with him. And he's such a gas bag that he would insist on having a pretty good look like to hang out with him and be like, this is definitely my wife. Everyone knows it. Everyone can see it. Keep those glasses on. Do not take off those giant sunglasses. I love you. You're my, my wife who I love a lot.
1: I seriously, the thing is that I don't think, I don't think it looks like her.
0: Yeah, I, well, the thing is, the sunglasses are weird because they have, like, a white band around the nose of the sunglasses. Yeah. So it makes her nose look bigger. Her mouth does look a little different. I will it's get like that It's, like, a completely
1: much. different lip shape. Like, it just, it seriously looks like, it looks like somebody just, like, put on a wig and, like, big sunglasses and was like, I'm Melania now.
0: <laughs> I kind of mean, <laughs> I kind of like this scenario, though, like, Like a First Lady Dave situation. (laughs) (laughs) And like, it honestly would be kind of better if Trump didn't know. Oh my God, that would be hilarious. I don't think he would notice. Oh, for sure. Honestly. Because like, I can't imagine he asks her any questions about herself ever. I doubt that like the actual Melania Trump, whether or not she exists, (laughs) would have sex with Donald Trump anymore, like willingly. So, like, all this lady, this body double would have to do would be, like, stand next to him with gigantic sunglasses on a couple times a week, probably. That's a pretty good gig.
1: It's such a weird thing to say. Like, I would never be talking and be like, oh, my wife, Rachel, who happens to be right here. Like, who says that? And, point? like, she's standing right there.
0: Well, didn't he have one quote like a couple of months ago? It's like, and my wife, Melania, who definitely exists and is somewhere. <laughs> like, He said something like <laughs> along those lines, like just like really driving the point home that like I'm married and my wife and she's real and, and everyone likes her. She's definitely real.
1: I definitely <laughs> yeah. have, I have a girlfriend. She's from Canada. She just can't, yeah, come my visit.
0: wife in Canada. You, you can't meet her. Uh, she's cool. Um, yeah, I mean, I I guess it, like I wouldn't be shocked if like there was a body double for. Like, <laughs> it just kind of reminds me of Arrested Development where there are, like nineteen so Saddam Hussein body doubles. <laughs>
1: I love the idea that like Melania has body doubles, but like Trump doesn't have any.
0: Especially so there's a there's a story. So one of my dipshit conservative friends like posted the story about how uh, they've they've cut the budget for the first lady's office. Uh, or the staff for the First Lady's office from 18 people under uh, Michelle Obama to four for uh, Melania. And now that makes sense. It's like, uh uh-huh, yeah, because they got to pay all these fucking body doubles to hang out. (laughs) Yeah, they have
1: four staff and then 14 body doubles.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And Trump knows about none of them. You have to work one day a week. You get two weeks off in between. Ladies, I know this is tough. Goddamn, I know it's a lot to ask you, but shit, just one day suck it up. Be next to the guy. You're going to be fine. I can Don't suck it up. You don't have to. Illegally, you do not have to suck it up.
1: I can guarantee you, though, that if they tried to present a body double for Ivanka or Ivana, what the fuck is notice. her Twitter name?
0: Ivana was his wife, ex-wife. Ivanka. Ivanka, Ivanka if they tried to
1: replace Ivanka, he would know in a goddamn heartbeat.
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah. He, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. One, she never wears gigantic sunglasses to hide her identity mm-hmm. like a superhero, <laughs> like like a CIA bomb sniffing dog. They never wear giant sunglasses to hide their identity in the field. Yeah, I really want I really want this to be true. Do you think she's actually like the thing is for this to be true, she has to just be holed up hiding either in a New York penthouse constantly or in the White House like, just like ghosting through the hallways, never to be seen, never seeing Donald Trump at any point in time.
1: I feel like she could just be living her normal life in New York and no one know the difference.
0: I, f- I mean, I feel like she would get no. I mean, maybe she would have to like dye her hair a new color or something cool, but she's just she's know, running f- around blonde somewhere. She's fine. <laughs> Do you think she would give Baron to these random undercover ladies? <laughs> just like, deal, deal, you know, you deal with the whole thing. No, Baron, I don't care. Baron is also a body double.
1: Now that makes. He's sense. He's been replaced with actually a uh, a cyber real boy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm a real boy. <laughs> Can you imagine? This is off topic. Can you imagine being a 12 year old Donald Trump son? That's gotta suck. Yeah, I don't know. I go back the, and the forth... that kid seems like quiet and just kind of like nerdy. Like I go back and forth between
1: feeling bad for him and just being like, if he, I mean. He's gonna end up turning out like one of his other sons, who are just awful and dumb.
0: Well, to be fair, like, I don't know too much about Melania, but like Ivana Trump, kind of also terrible. Like, I feel like, like I don't know. I saw like a uh, there's video of uh, Baron got to play on like with like the DC United like kids team, and like he looked just exactly like my like nephew, just like super just, like, scatterbrained, didn't want to run around just because he was too busy, like, looking at stuff on the field and, like, asking for snacks. Like, he just seems like a normal kid from what I've seen. I was like, I feel bad for that little d-. Like, yeah, sure, he's going to grow up to be a shithead. <laughs> 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 but again, if I had the option to body double my son out of that situation as well, yep. you best believe, yeah. yeah. And would anyone,
1: I mean, would Trump really notice if he was just, like, some kind of weird, like, Cyborg
0: kid? No, like uh, all you have to like. Honestly, we talked a little bit about like uh, Facebook's AI learning to talk. I, I I honestly believe if you just said like here to ball 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 here to I am ball 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 to Donald Trump, you'd be like mm-hmm, yeah, yeah, good point. Anyway, uh, Russia balls. <laughs> like like the mean, man does not speak in complete sentences. I so mean, that's pretty much so how That'd be fine. Oh my god. Is Donald Trump a Facebook chat AI? Donald Trump is just a Facebook <laughs> chatbot. Holy shit! You know, he's just out there figuring it the fuck out on oh. our dime. Also, he's very malicious and is a bad human being, and in no way an AI learning to conduct his business in the world. He's just a bad person.
1: Uh, I mean, possibly with
0: dementia. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean the the chatbot did get very racist, though.
0: Very quickly, very quickly, very racist. That's that's a good point. So, but he, I don't want to excuse his behavior on a lack of like lifetime learning, like an AI.
1: No, he's had seventy-one I mean, years to to learn that racism.
0: Yeah, he's his is baked in at this point. <laughs> you gotta you're gonna have to scrape that off the sides of the pan. <laughs> that shit is cooked on. <laughs> yeah,
1: that is uh, that's a that's a, that cast iron pan has been has uh, been seasoned.
0: Several it's times. Just, it is rotten with spice. <laughs> <laughs> well, Michael, you want to talk about uh, a little heist action, maybe? Well, actually, we're, we're, we're 51 minutes in. Do you want to um, do an FML? What do you want to
1: do? Yeah, I got a, I got an FML that is apropos to our show. <laughs> okay. Today, I spent five hours in the emergency room for what I thought was heavy, bloody diarrhea. After uh-huh. having various implements, S- sounds like my dog, hey oh, and doctor's fingers shoved up my ass, it turns okay. out I was only shitting out the family sized bag of red spicy cheese curls I had eaten for lunch. FML. <laughs> 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 uh, so I, several I say a couple weeks ago, Rachel made beet burgers, <laughs> and I ate some beet burgers. And the next day, I thought I was dying. Yeah. When I did my morning business, um, and it took me ten minutes to realize that I had eaten beet burgers. Um, I can only imagine if you ate a family size bag of spicy cheese curls and just forgot about it. <laughs> presumably because you smoked a half pound of weed <laughs> yeah i mean that's the only way you could get a whole family size pack <laughs> but how like okay the indignity of having just everything shoved up your up your beehole hole to try and figure out what it was is actually still not as bad as just the embarrassment of coming to the realization that that's what happened and having to be like, oh, I'm just going to go home now.
0: It's okay, doctors. So, two things. So, one, I'm very, very much happy with the fact that, one, I poop, like, once every two to three <laughs> days. So, like, this minimizes the window of, like, the the effectiveness of a family bag size bag of red mm-hmm. cur- hot curls. Yeah. Also, I don't go to the doctor ever. So, like... You know, it's been, I've been once in the last twelve years, so I feel like it would be like a also,
1: week of red poops
0: yeah. before you'd be like, maybe I should get this. Maybe out. I should. <laughs> and I haven't. No, I have eaten a family size bag every day. Um, <laughs> I I I am so curious though if he got to the point like at this point he's had a collective human fist up his butt mm-hmm. at some point. Yep, I'm assuming it's a he. I um, mean it. Somebody ate a
1: family sized bag of red spicy cheese curls.
0: I mean, yeah, I mean, hey, chances hey, are not, yeah, I'm not like, listen, level playing field. We're all, we're all you know, we're all getting after it. equal Cheeto rights for everybody. Mm-hmm. But, um, I have to assume this was a man. Um, I need to know if after having multiple fingers just wiggled around up there and he realized, I, I, I want to know if. It was clinically diagnosed that this was Red Hot Cheetos, (laughs) or if he realized it. And then if it was B, which I absolutely 100% know it was, I want to know if he told the doctors about this, or option B, I assume, said, you know what? Never mind. I'm fine. I'm going to go home. Send me a bill. I like to imagine.
1: I like to imagine he went in there. They took their sample their fecal sample, and they're like, we're going to send this off to the lab, but while we do, we're going to do these other tests. Then, hours later, after all of these tests, doctor gets the the paper with the sample results on it. He lip flips through it. Huh.
0: He gets the CSI report. Hmm.
1: Um,
0: you're shitting out spicy cheese curls. That, that scenario I really like, because it supposes one very important thing. That the computer system <laughs> <laughs> testing this random this man's random poop sample <laughs> has the <laughs> exact chemical makeup of spicy Cheeto dust.
1: Here's the thing. Here's the thing. You think that this is an uncommon thing, but this happens all the time. They had to add that into the system
0: at a certain point. It's like, well, let's see. Did you have beets today? Yeah. No. We're gonna run the test before he ask you because I actually like this next part. But I have a hunch about what it is. But I'm gonna make you suffer to find it's out.
1: It uh, could be colorectal cancer. Um, could be hemorrhoids. Uh, it could be a
0: burst blood vessel, or it could be a four. It could be option D. I'm not gonna tell you what it is. Let's take a couple <laughs> hours with <laughs> these fingers. Let's take a couple hours. Let's get these
1: fingies a walking <laughs> and then we'll figure it
0: out. Uh, Would you like more weed? I assume you've had a little bit. (laughs) I will say it'll make the next couple hours a little easier.
1: It just as soon as I read that, I just I was thinking about the great Peep Oreo (laughs) experiment.
0: Again, I'm so mad. I ate. 25 peep Oreos uh-huh. and nary, nary a shred of pink in and, and this guy's. It's
1: still business. in you.
0: <laughs> Where does it go?
1: <laughs> One day when you're least expecting it.
0: It's <sighs> just a, a massive pop, pink pop rocks are going to fly out it's of gonna,
1: It's going to look like hardened Pepto-Bismol. God. <laughs>
0: I just, when I die and I donate my body to science, it's like, oh God, there's like a pound of pink goo in here. Just, it's just cemented onto the walls. (laughs) Everywhere. I do kind of hope when I get to implant my brain into a robot, robot body, I get to do an autopsy on my actual meat body. Um, that'll be fun. (laughs) Um... This person, I mean, they look at the
1: silver lining, person uh, comment commented on this. He said, you probably shouldn't have eaten a family size bag of anything for lunch, but at least you had people shoving fingers up your butt. <laughs> <laughs> at least I had a good afternoon. So I mean like, if you gotta look on the bright side of things sometimes.
0: I was gonna say, yeah, normally I, ha- I have to pay for that sort of action. Mm-hmm. But uh, I assume a doctor's finger up your butt costs a little more than a sex worker's finger up your butt. Indubitably. Yeah, yeah. That's just that's just a hunch on this guy. Although <laughs> I mean I
1: don't know. A lot of these FMLs come from uh, come from like England and Australia, mm-hmm. and they have universal health care. Maybe it was free. Could be.
0: Could be. There's not universal well, th- sex care. That's not. I think that's only in the Netherlands. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I guess we're just not going to talk about heist at all. We'll just you want talk about the. You want to talk about the guy in uh, Montreal? Speaking of socialist meccas of healthcare. I so badly want to talk about the man in Montreal. Headline, Canadian man fined for loudly singing, Everybody dance now. Doom, 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 um, doom, doom, um, doom. CNC Music so my- Factory, baby. Baby. So a Canadian man is currently c- contesting a $118 ticket for screaming, for, for quote, screaming in a public place after being caught singing in his car. And the tune was CNC Music Factory's 90s smash hit, Gonna Make You Sweat. <laughs> Parentheses. Everybody dance now. I have
1: an important question, though. No. Yes.
0: Is that $118 Canadian? No. Or American? And actually, this math seems very wrong because when I was in Montreal, one American dinero, oh, went pretty far exactly. And this said a Canadian dollar, uh, sorry, a hundred forty nine Canadian dollar ticket or a hundred eighteen dollars American. Um, that math seems off because, or or the Canadian dollar has gotten a lot stronger recently. Um, but yeah, so uh, Tafuk Moala uh, was driving the uh, yeah, hundred seventeen.
1: Dollars and 48 cents.
0: Damn, resurgent Canadian dollar on our hands. I
1: assume that 149 Canadian dollars was approximately 32 cents.
0: Yes, that was my experience. Um, So he got pulled over near his home and asked for identification and asked whether he had been screaming. (laughs) And he said, "Uh, No, I was singing. I was singing the refrain, Everybody Dance Now, but it wasn't loud enough to disturb anyone, which I have to be honest. Any volume of singing Everybody Dance Now is not loud enough to disturb anyone because that song rules.
1: Is that, a, is that a law in the United States, screaming in a public place? <laughs> just, because, <laughs> because if it is, there are people who should be getting tickets all the time.
0: Yeah, like every every preacher in Turlington right. Plaza. You or like everyone me, I'm, I'm outside
1: go on Damon Avenue on a Friday or Saturday night.
0: Hey, speaking as a person who has been on Damon Avenue on a Friday or Saturday night, you let me scream, <laughs> sir. Um, i also that uh, that I don't know, probably Honda commercial where like the two assholes sing "Sweet Caroline" oh, to each yeah. other in traffic. Hey, arrest that guy! Mm-hmm. Or I, I gotta be honest, if someone looked at me in traffic with my the windows down and started swinging, singing "Sweet Caroline" at me and expected me to like join mm-hmm. in, I would launch myself out of the car and punch them in the nose. I probably
1: would join in. I'm not gonna lie.
0: Not "Sweet Caroline." I join
1: into any song. I'm if I I love going to karaoke because I just want to sing along to everything all the time. That's fair. That's fair. You know what? I (laughs) think Honda. So like Honda should have taken that commercial and turned it on its head, and it should have been like two black people, Mm -hmm. and like it looks like they're singing something different, but then all of a sudden, "Sweet Caroline."
0: Yeah, actually, it would have been good if like you see them singing inside their cars, right. but you can't hear it, and then they each roll down their windows, and it's their bull at the at the refrain. Exactly. That would have been because nice. it's like,
1: oh, cool, white people in Honda singing "Sweet Caroline," duh. Uh-huh, that's what we all uh-huh. do, yeah. obviously. Duh.
0: That's all we. That's all we have. Please <laughs> leave it to us.
1: <laughs> but well,
0: Michael, I
1: mean, if singing CNC Dance Factory. Everybody dance now, CNC Music Factory. Everybody dance now. If that is a crime, then I should be in jail forever because that is always saying when I was in elementary school.
0: Man, you, <laughs> your dad played. Your dad played better music on the way to school than my dad did. I
1: think me and my neighbor actually did like an entire dance routine to that song.
0: Wow. Please tell me that's on video. Because mm. speaking of white things, <laughs> uh, no.
1: Fortunately, this was back when video cameras were the size of like small buses, um, right? And so Damn. not everyone had one.
0: Well, Michael, here's a quote from Mr. Mawala. Uh He told CTV News that he was shocked by the ticket because he did not think his singing merited a fine. Which I will, I will say, most people who think their singing does not merit fines, their singing does actually, in fact. Warrant a significant pu- public mm, fine yep. Um. But quote I understand if they are doing their job They're allowed to check if everything is okay If I kid- kidnap someone Or if there's danger inside <laughs> But I would never expect them to give me a ticket for that <laughs> That being singing in his car Which he raises a good point if you had kidnapped someone and had them in the trunk of your car, would you have the windows down, loudly singing, c Music Factories, Everybody's Dance Now?
1: Maybe. I mean, that's the oddest part of the story is that he did have somebody tied up and he was like, hey, I had somebody murdered in my trunk and all they did was
0: give me a ticket. Because I distracted them so very, exactly. very badly with my sing. I guess that's a good reason to like, Broken taillight. I'm just going to sing very badly and loudly off key. They'll just give me a ticket for screaming in public and let me go with the tail. Light. I'll get a warning. I just for the can't tail get
1: over the fact that, like, for one, that his singing was so bad that it merited being called screaming in public, and two, mm-hmm. that screaming in public is not something you're allowed to do because we've been into Montreal. I'm pretty sure we screamed in public. We did raise a ruckus. Um, I stood in a phone booth and put a brick to my head and used it as a phone.
0: You were pretty quiet about it though. That's um, our our uh, our friend Matt though, he did uh, in an Uber turn to the rest of the car and just say, "Hey, you guys want to see me holler at these girls?" And then rolled the window down next to a group of three girls and went <laughs> Which to this day is one of the most perfectly executed jokes I've ever seen in my life. So so he did not get a ticket. No, he didn't. He did luckily, apparently. Just some indignant stares. Yeah. Understandable. Um, well, Michael, I think that's going to do it for us this week on Trends and Little Places. Uh, before we close out with a final FML, which you've promised me is a delicious <laughs> treat. Yeah. So this week, what
1: was it? Two days ago, I guess. So October 22nd, mm-hmm. Uh we were featured on Two Pods a Day, which is a... Uh, it's a campaign that highlights two different podcasts each day for an entire month, um, and uh, you know it's it's a bunch of independent podcasts. Uh, it kind of runs the gamut of every podcast topic you could you could think of: comedy, current events. Uh, the one we were up with uh, was about parenting. It was called Young Free and Coupled. Um, it was about parenting advice. Uh, you know they have history they have uh the one one of the ones we reviewed about uh LGBTQ uh health topics um i mean so basically anything you're interested in um, if you check it out check out two pods a day you can find a podcast there that that you would like and um you know check out something that maybe you you're not sure if you would like uh, and find something new there so um you know thank you again to uh um two pods a day for uh for putting us up there and um, I guess welcome to any new listeners that uh, found us through pod, two pods a day and we're happy to have you and uh, we hope you stick around.
0: Yeah. And I will say, I think the, the show that we got coupled up with uh, Young young friend coupled, uh, Pretty funny, really like they just a, a good energy. It's a lot of like interesting parody advice and just like fun stories. So I think if uh I think you probably if you like this show, you'd probably get a kick out of that one too. So definitely go check that one out. And uh you yeah, know, if you're interested in other independent podcasts, definitely check out hashtag two pods a day. I think there's a lot of really good shows on it, like Michael said. Um but yeah, that'll do it for us this week on Trends and Low Places. Um if you like the show, you can find out more information at goodbuddymedia uh dot com. Uh, or you can shoot us an email at goodbuddymedia at gmail.com. Uh, we answer every single message we get. If there's something you want to share with us or you leave us a comment or tell us a story that you'd like to hear on the show, uh, we answer every email. We love to see uh, messages from fans. So, you know, please reach out. And, uh, Michael, how else can people help us out? Hey, you can find us
1: on all of your podcast apps of choice. Um, and when you do, please uh, like us, favorite us, you know, leave us a review or a comment. Um, you know, that's how we kind of move up the charts there and, and become a little more visible to uh, everybody else looking for podcasts to listen to. Um, you can also find us on Facebook and Twitter at TILPCast. Um, and another way to help us out is to uh, retweet or uh, share our posts Um or you can uh, always comment on one of those, and we will definitely uh, respond to those comments. So,
0: Oh, I also, I forgot, uh, our sister show, The Longest Days of Our Lives, which Michael and I do with our friend Curtis, uh, we just kicked off season two. We're watching mm-hmm. every episode of 24. Uh, I think this week we're going to episode two, hour two, day two. Uh, it's pretty buck wild. So if uh, you like the show, you don't really have to ever seen 24 to enjoy it. You just get a, uh, a a new perspective on our goofiness <laughs> uh, added to the mix, and we talk about all of Jack Bauer's very good kills. So uh, if you like the show, I think you'll really enjoy that one. Uh, so, Michael, if you want to close this out, let's do it.
1: Today, I made my niece cry when I told her that snakes are just tails with faces. She won't stop. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, my God. That is one of the most horrifying fucking things. <laughs> the
1: image... The image of that alone is just a tail that has just been severed from an animal and grew a face.
0: Michael, can I tell you about one of the worst pictures I've ever seen in my life? <laughs> yes. Um, so I... Uh, another podcast I love, I'm part of a Facebook group, and someone posted this image with no warning, no trigger warning whatsoever. Um, it is... Hold on, I need to... Oh, God. I hope you know the sacrifice I'm making. I'm pulling up this image so I can send it to you. Oh, God. What's <laughs> even worse? Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, okay. So the first image is the one I wanted to show you because it's very bad, but oh, the Google search is. Oh, oh God. Oh, it's all its glory. Okay, Michael. If this is goatsey,
1: I'm going to be very angry.
0: It actually kind of is. <laughs> um, it's very, the energy it evokes is very <laughs> reminiscent of goatsey. Um, Oh, it's ugly oh god! Now.
1: What the hell is? That? Oh, it's like it's like if Goaty were a frog's
0: mouth. What's in, and and if the anus was a screaming snake's mouth? Oh, so this is oh god! It so it's it, so it's a toad approximately the size of a chihuahua <laughs> swallowing a snake from the tail forward with a snake and this oh god! It's fake. and the snake is just screaming in terror. How did someone take this picture? (laughs) And why? (laughs) Why did they just nuke that thing from orbit? (laughs) Oh, it's either the smallest
1: snake ever or the
0: largest fucking frog ever. I think it's actually a mix of both. (laughs) Oh, God. Oh, I'm so sick right now. The frog is like 20 times the size of this fucking snake. Oh, my God. By the way, by the way, quick Michael Cushing PSA. Do not Google... (laughs) Frog eat snake <laughs> ever. Oh, such a bad energy on that page. <laughs> uh, uh, Michael, it's been lovely talking with you this evening. I love
1: you, buddy. Please, please don't <laughs> die. To-
0: toodles. <laughs>